Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kennedy, and you tune in today because you're sick of trying every fad diet under the sun and training yourself into the ground without seeing any results. That's why I'm here to share the most effective ways to eat and train for sustainable and real results. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of the show. I've got two parts lined up for you today. Part one is going to be a solo round. I'm going to be talking about how you have to decide what your current goal is. Do you want to lose fat or do you want to build muscle? And I'm going to explain why burning fat and building muscle at the same time is not the best option for you and how it can be extremely difficult. Part two of this is with Mike Vacanti. Uh, Mike Vacanti is an online coach, is a former personal trainer for Gary Vaynerchuk. For those of you that consume a lot of Gary V's content, you would have seen Mike pop up before. Mike has actually been a guest on the Fitness and Lifestyle podcast previously, um, so I'll put the link to our previous episode in the show notes below, but he's just an all-round, genuinely great guy, um, and we got the chance to hang out for a day here in New York, and we did a, a short podcast on Mike's push. I asked him five questions to really find out what he's currently doing that puts him out of his comfort zone that will improve his life and hopefully the lives of others around him. So make sure you hang around for this whole episode. If you do take some value from today's show, I'd love it if you could take a screenshot of this episode on your phone, post it on your Instagram story, your Snapchat, maybe even post a link to your Facebook or just tell a friend. Any feedback, any support is much appreciated, guys, and I do really appreciate your attention today. Thank you for tuning in. If you haven't subscribed to the show already, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Alrighty, let's get stuck into today's show. So to kickstart things on today's episode, I wanted to dive into why it's important for you to decide. Now, I actually sent out an email to my list just the other day about why it's important for you to decide whether you want to lose fat or build muscle and why you shouldn't be trying to do both. And I'm going to discuss how you discuss how you can actually figure out what you need to do or what's most important to you at the moment. Because we all know that everybody wants to achieve that look of of looking lean and muscular and far too many people are trying to do it both at the same time and it just doesn't work out. So you end up spinning the wheels, you end up feeling really negative about the whole situation and and a lot of people do tend to just give up on that goal of achieving that physique that they really want because they just don't seem to see the results they feel they should be getting with the effort they're putting in. So firstly, the reason why you shouldn't be trying to do both at the same time is because it is extremely hard if you are a natural athlete or you're someone that is not currently enhanced. Uh, the other people that may find it uh, possible or a little easier to build muscle and burn fat at the same time are those that are complete newbies to the gym, have never done strength training before, um, have never really looked at addressing their nutrition before, or those people that are, uh, are largely overweight and need to lose a large or a significant amount of weight. Those are the three people. So those who are pharmaceutically enhanced, so on steroids basically, those who are complete newbies to the gym, and those who are, have a lot of weight to lose. For you guys, it is possible to lose body fat and build muscle at the same time um, and see significant results. But for the rest of us, those that have been training for a while, those that don't have too much weight to lose, and just in general, most natural lifters, it's extremely hard to do both at the same time. So you're going to be spinning the wheels. You're either going to be eating in a calorie deficit and not building the muscle mass that you want to see, uh, but also not getting the most out of your out of your cut. You're not losing as much fat as you possibly could because you may not be in enough of a deficit. 
So what my recommendation is for you guys is to try and figure out now what you need first. So if you have a bit of extra body fat that you feel like you could lose, you might be, you know, let's let's put people in that category. I think everybody knows the term skinny fat. So you don't have much muscle mass, but you've also got a little bit too much body fat at the moment, or maybe just unhappy with where your body fat currently is, then for you it might be the best option to eat in a calorie deficit and focus on losing body fat first. Now, once you get to that point where you're happy with your current body fat levels, it's then time to slowly transition into a calorie surplus and work your way into a gaining phase. Now, for somebody who may be uh, in in a good position with their body fat, they're happy with, with the level of leanness that they currently have, but they're just not seeing the results they would like to see in terms of building size, building lean mass, and getting stronger, chances are you're not eating enough. You need to slowly transition into more of a calorie surplus, so making sure you're eating above your maintenance level intake, taking in more energy than you're actually expending, and spend a good amount of time trying to build up your physique, build up your muscle mass and build up that size before you worry about losing fat because it's easy to lose fat, guys. It's really, it's actually harder to build muscle mass than it is to lose fat. So if you're someone that wants to put on more size and wants to look bigger but also leaner at the same time, then I would highly recommend spending a good period of time in a gaining phase where you're actually building that muscle mass, building up that size, and keep in mind, guys, that yes, you will gain a little bit of body fat in the process because it's necessary. You got to give your body the chance to recover. Give your body the chance to be in a position where you can get stronger each week. You can recover enough in time to increase your training volume to, to put on muscle mass over time and progressively overload your training because if you're constantly eating in a calorie deficit, you're avoiding carbohydrates, you're avoiding high calories because you don't want to put on body fat, then I've got news for you guys. You're not going to build that muscle mass that you're probably after. So you guys really do need to decide. And uh, and and often when I tell people this, it, it's kind of a light bulb moment. And this was definitely a light bulb moment for me because I was always trying to do both at the same time. I wasn't eating enough to fuel my workouts. I wasn't eating enough to recover. I wasn't really eating enough just in general. But I was training the house down. I was training multiple times per day. And my goal was to look shredded. I wanted to look shredded, but I wanted to look big. There was guys that I would look up to in the fitness industry and those people who I just admired their physiques. And I wanted to have that athletic but muscular look. But what I was doing is not giving my body enough calories. Uh, so I was actually eating into my muscle mass. I wasn't able to get much stronger. I really plateaued in terms of my strength in the gym for a long time. I'm talking like a couple of years. I didn't really get that much stronger. I was doing a lot of reps with high high rep ranges and lightweight, but I wasn't seeing the results that I was after. So right now, as you're listening to this episode, I want you to hit that pause button and I want you to write down your goal. At this current time, do you need to build muscle mass and put on size? If you do, then start eating in a calorie surplus, anywhere between 100 and 500 calories above your maintenance level, and focus on progressive overload in the gym and give yourself time to grow and get bigger. Or do you need to lose body fat at the moment? Do you need to drop some kilos or drop some pounds uh, and, and get to a position where you are able to build muscle at a, a more quality muscle and increase your metabolism and increase your calorie intake without putting on too much more weight? If that's you, then you really need to start eating in a calorie deficit, so anywhere between 100 and 500 calories below 
your maintenance level for a period of time now until you're happy with your weight and then you can slowly build those calories back up and gain. But guys, done other days unless you are, as I mentioned, unless you're using some form of anabolic steroid or unless you've got a lot, a lot of weight to lose, then done are the days where you're going to be building muscle and burning fat at the same time unless you're just starting out. So make that decision for me. Let me know if this, this part of the episode has helped you out because like I said, this was definitely a light bulb moment for me and it changed the way that I approached my training and my nutrition and that's when I started seeing results. And and just before I move on to the, the interview with Mike, I want to mention that it doesn't need to be one extreme or the other. When I say if you need to lose fat, you need to be in a deficit. That doesn't mean you start starving yourself and start getting to the point where you're you're just not eating anywhere near enough because you want to lose fat as quickly as possible and then go into a ridiculously large gaining phase where you're eating way above your maintenance intake and just gaining unnecessary fat. All good things take time, guys. The, the slower, the better. Uh, the slower you can gain weight, the better. The slower you can lose body fat or lose weight, the better, because the, the likelihood of that being quality, quality muscle mass and quality weight gained, or quality uh, muscle mass retained and body fat lost in a deficit, the better. So I hope this has helped you guys out. Now, make sure you stick around for the interview I did with Mike. It was a great one. I loved it. Mike is such a cool dude. Um, I'm glad we had the opportunity to sit down and have a bit of a chat. And I think Mike got a bit out of it as well. Um, there's also a funny story about our last interview that we did together um, back in, I think it would have been 2000 and maybe 16. It was definitely within the first six months that I started the podcast. So I think you guys will find that one quite funny as well. So thanks for listening so far far now enjoy the interview all right guys so i'm here with my guy mike vacanti so mike first of all thanks thanks um so much for joining the podcast the igtv and just for hanging out today it's been fun man yeah man absolutely so guys what i'm going to do now and i'm going to start adding this in at the end of um a number of podcasts that i do coming up in the future is i've got five questions for mike and they're all related to the push and you'll kind of figure out what the push means by the time we get to the end of these five questions. So, Mike, I'm going to fire off these five questions to you now, man, and you just answer them however, whatever answer comes to your head. Uh, let's just go through it. Hopefully, hopefully, you guys get some value out of the answers, and hopefully, Mike, you actually get some value out of your own answers as well. It's like a therapy session. Therapy session, I yeah. love it. <laughs> All right, so the first question is, what are you currently doing that's out of your comfort zone that will improve your life? Not enough, if I can't think of a, a good answer. Um, I'm about to start something in my business that I've never done in six years, which is help other coaches become better coaches. Uh, I think that in the last six plus years, I've gotten good at helping people lose fat, build muscle, build the habits necessary to maintain that progress. and ideally like when done right to maintain that progress more effortlessly going forward but like helping other coaches do the same thing is something new to me yeah and so literally in the next few weeks i have a project coming out on that so that will be a new challenge um yeah so the next question now we can kind of split it into two parts i guess so why is this why is this new thing that you're going to be this new adventure that you're going to be going on important for you but also why is it important for the people that you're going to be helping let's start with you why why is that important for you to help these other coaches 
mm-hmm. improve the way they operate? So there's a few reasons. One is, if done right, I can positively affect more people's lives. Yeah. Like, I am limited as a coach and not scalable, so I can only take on so many clients, I can only help so many people in the span of time that I'm alive and working hard. Whereas if I can positively impact 20 or 30 or 50 or 100 coaches over time, the ripple effect of what I help them with is bigger and it will have a bigger positive impact on their communities, their societies, and and on people in general. Uh, Selfishly or not, um, it's a way to grow my business. Mm. Like, I will be able to, I believe, make more money by adding this revenue stream to my business, uh, which will positively impact me in what I can do with that money. Like, if I can keep my moral compass right going forward, like, I should be able to do more good and have a, a... better, more positive impact. Um, How it will positively impact the people I'm helping. uh, First, I just think there's a massive, there's massive upside in going from doing something you don't really enjoy that much to, for work, to doing something you enjoy. Like in the amount of freedom you have, in the type of work it is, whether it's someone who's fitness is a a hobby and they want to become a personal trainer and then possibly potentially help grow an online business like what they'll get out of their life and their work um, as well as what they'll be able to do with their free time by having that schedule because I used to work a nine to five job and like moving to working for myself had a massive positive influence on my life so uh, helping make their lives better um, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that's what I'll be able to do with with my buddy Jordan Syatt, who's also on the project. Yeah, and he's also been a guest on the podcast, so I might actually yeah, put a yeah. link. I'm going to put a link to uh, in this IGTV uh, video and the podcast to the episodes I've done with Mike and Jordan, so you guys can check those out as well. Um, I want to actually just go on. I want to add something to to your answer to that question because we were Please. talking about this earlier. Yeah. Um, I think as well, like something that you'll benefit from is like we were talking about working with clients and you know you have clients that are easy to work with you have clients that you know it's it's no being around the bush some clients are harder to work with than others so mm-hmm. do you think that maybe even you'll find ways of improving your online coaching from taking bits from the people that you're actually trying to help 100% 100% yeah yeah absolutely not only from them but from Jordan as well and I'm sure he'll be able to take things from you definitely because I mean, we spend a lot of time together, but like we'll be able to go even deeper on each mm. other's systems. Yeah. Um, and there's also something about teaching something that makes you master the material better than you originally had. Yeah. So I think just through the process of helping others, I'll get better. Awesome. Yeah. All right, question number three. What are the limitations or hurdles that you think you might face in starting out this business or in reaching the people that you want to reach to have that impact? Um, I don't know yet. Like, they will definitely be there. Mm. It's new and I've never done it before. Um, maybe I will start to see some of the inherent advantages that my personality and my strengths lend to when it comes to content creation, writing, video, um, coaching, uh, 
by trying to help others do it, I might mm-hmm. be able to like see where I had it easier or where I had it harder than others and yeah. like figuring that out and then helping other people who are in different positions than I'm in uh, succeed in similar ways. Yeah. Um, I think there's there's hurdles that come with any new endeavor, any new activity, anytime you take a risk. And so they'll definitely be there. Uh, just the, the time and additional responsibility and load required when adding more work to a business yeah, definitely. is definitely a hurdle. Like, I think I work fairly hard right now, and my plan is to add something that's going to be at least a few hours a day. Excuse me, more work. So mm. that'll be a hurdle, but you know, load up with responsibility is is kind of the life game plan right now. So that's what I'm doing. Definitely. And and question number four, I guess we've almost already answered it, but what do you think the payoff is? And I might even ask you, like, do you think that by, you know, the things that you're going to pick up along the way, like we mentioned, your online coaching will improve. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm assuming your network will improve. Mm -hmm. Um, The testimonials and stuff that you'll get from this program will improve. Do you think that the, like, is the payoff for you being able to step up your game as a coach and then maybe move on to something bigger than what you're doing now? Or what, what do you think the payoff is apart from the fact, apart from more income? Um, I don't think about this being any kind of stepping stone to doing more than what I'm doing now. And I don't, like, shockingly, after as much time as I've been doing it, I'm not burnt out on coaching myself. So... I don't even have a desire to like move on from it. Um, the biggest payout on like a global what this means to me is a hundred percent. If I, if Jordan and I can do a good job, yeah, it it literally exponentially increases the positive impact on the number of people that will be stronger, more mobile have less body fat, healthier, feel better, more yeah. confident. Just like it, it literally 10x, 50x, 100x, it's just a massive lever. By helping other people be in position to be an amazing coach, Yeah, the total number of people positively impacted skyrockets. So that's that's the payoff. Awesome, awesome. Now, because, num- because, bro, like going from going from like zero to 1K a month income to 3K a month income to 5K a month income in like those increments – are are amazing yeah. to a certain point. Yeah, exactly. Like going from like five to ten k a month, ten to fifteen k a month. Like, yeah. Then the happiness curve flattens out. There's research that over like seventy five k US happiness or like what you take out of life doesn't really increase. So, making more money from this, like, there's obviously some benefit, but that isn't the real payoff. Definitely, that's a good answer. All right, number five. Who can help you achieve your push? So who out there, like, is it, is it more people engaging in your content? Do you think that by that by you putting up more contents around coaches and, and, and trainers um, compared to putting out content that's helping, I don't know how to really word this question properly, but um, how, how do you see people being able to help you achieve it? Um. This feels like and an, at the moment this, it may not be a great question no, because no, it, no. it hasn't started, bro. It feels like an amazing opportunity to ask the audience for something, but yeah. I don't feel like I've earned the right to ask them to like talk about it or tell yeah, their yeah. friends. Or if you have a, a a family member who wants to be a fitness coach, like get into like, I appreciate it. Um, I I think that the way that people will help is based on what 
I have already done or Jordan's already done and like the impact we've had, yeah. um, that will speak for itself in terms of testimonial, the content we've already put mm. out, like the results our clients have already gotten, like, like that yeah. is what is going to, uh, make whatever small or like moderate initial success there is to yeah. this mentorship that we're going to be running. That's what's going to make it work. And I guess as well for you guys, like once, once you've got that initial stage out of the way, it's almost like without you even knowing, it's then the coaches that you have worked with, then they're helping their clients or then they're also talking to their network of coaches and friends that are also trainers, yeah. which is going to help obviously you guys um, yep. add to your, your program and add to your what you guys are trying to build as a whole. Mm-hmm. 100%. Awesome. This is great. Thank you. Thanks, brother. Yeah, absolutely. Right, guys. Well, for the IGTV, thanks for tuning in. Um, hope you guys have, have been enjoying the vlogs. And please do go and check out Mike's content if you haven't already. I'm sure heaps of you already do. Um, but as I said, I'm going to have that link in the show notes and uh, on the podcast as well for you guys to check out the interview I did with Mike. I, got, I was talking about this earlier on my vlog. I think it was literally like maybe six months into starting the podcast and it's been good to to uh, stay in contact and you know 18 months even longer nearly two years down the track and uh, we're hanging out so it's pretty cool yeah yeah absolutely didn't you wake up at like four o'clock in the morning yeah it's a cool story and you well, went it's, into, it's cool now like on vacation or something <laughs> wasn't great at the time but uh, <laughs> very cool story so when when Mike and I did the the podcast I was actually yeah in Adelaide for the Aussie uh, listeners and viewers on holidays and I organized with Mike well I thought I'd organize properly to uh, to record his podcast and he, he's obviously in New York and uh, and I thought that I had to be up and ready to start the podcast at like 3.30 a.m. so I'm like oh. I was like I really want I really want to get this interview done so I was like all right I'll do it it doesn't doesn't bother me got up 3.30 and I was sitting like, I remember the in, the internet was shit in the in the house, it was shit. So I was sitting in the car at like 3.30 in the morning, hooked up to my uh, my hotspot on my phone and I'm sitting there and I'm just like logged on to Skype. I'm like, right, maybe he's running a bit late. Like I'm just like thinking like, all right, sweet, sweet. And stupidly, it was my fault because I tried to figure out what time it would be in New York without even just looking online at what the time actually was. Yeah. So I'm like sitting there, sitting there. And then I messaged you and I was like, hey, bro, are you running late or something like that? And then and then Mike's like, oh, I thought we were doing it at like five o'clock or something. And I was like, yeah, yeah, what what time is it now? And he's like, it's three. <laughs> I was like, oh, good. I was like, great. Well, uh, I'm two hours early and it's three thirty a.m. So I'll talk to you. Uh, I'll talk to you at uh, five thirty. <laughs> so that was a good experience, but it was good. And uh, we got the, we got the podcast got done episode, in the end, yeah, and, uh, yeah. and here we are. So again, thanks very much. And um, for those viewing, thank you for watching this video. And for those listening to the podcast, hope you've enjoyed the episode. Um, if you have, make sure you take a screenshot of today's episode and post it on your Instagram story for me. Uh, tag myself and Mike. Uh, so we can get some feedback. All feedback is welcome. And uh, thank you, guys. Hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Peace.